Welcome to X's and O's NBA Breakdown, the podcast where we take a deeper look into teams, coaches, and trends of the NBA. I'm your host, Coach Mark Tinklenberg. It's time to settle in and enjoy as we talk about the league. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of X's and O's NBA Breakdown. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, 305 Culture, Knock If You Buck, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Motor City Hoops, LA Hoops, The Wizards Hoops Analyst, and At The Buzzer. Plus, our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, and The Green Light. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, The Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Well, good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to X's and O's NBA Breakdown, episode 14. We're here. We are missing somebody. Good old Mark. He is on vacation. Much needed respite. Do your thing, big fella. We will love when you're back. But what I need you guys to do is go like and subscribe. Give us that five-star rating. It's here. Episode 15. It's March Madness. There's a lot going on with the league, NBA. There's all kinds of stuff going on in our basketball world. I've got my boy here, Mike. We're going to just really easy into the evening. So grab, grab a glass of wine, maybe some scotch some bourbon and just take her easy tonight. Cause we're going to easy listen you in. Dude, Mike, what's I going on like, tonight, brother? I, I feel like uh, what's going to bust in right next is Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. It's, it's a little bit more relaxed tonight. You know, it, we don't have the is. big dog here. I figure we're just going to have a little conversation about some basketball. You've got your wine. I've got my wine. Yeah, this may never happen again. He might listen to this and be like, hey, fellas, good Don't call. Ever... I'm, I'm, having o- I'm having open auditions. <laughs> you're Coach, O's, you're Coach, out. Coach O's always ready. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's going to get us a text during the show and go, you need to come out of the game. You need to come out of the game. <laughs> you need to come out of the game. Hey, right, so, so you and I are both yeah. a little hyped right now, right? We just We just got finished watching uh, Michigan take care of LSU, a game that made me more nervous than I thought I'd be, but they pulled away at the end. Go blue, solid Ooh, go win. Blue. You know what, John Howard? I love you, dude. God love you, dude. It's and, I, it, I, and we've we've talked about this. This was one of those seasons with with blue that you're like, hey, you know what? Preseason they weren't even talked about. So this right? was kind of Seventh like in a, the conference to me. This is like a bonus season, and they're playing this well considering what they have coming next year. And we'll get into that. Oh, um, but, but go blue We're I'm excited. I was nervous. I I've had two glasses of wine. I just, I just, <laughs> I have a lot going on emotionally right now. Uh, but first we're going to do NBA stop. we got to do around the league. A lot of going on. We're going to start with Mike. I got to talk about your Lakers boy, man, There's some stuff going on. Um, LeBron high ankle sprain out for, I mean, Weeks. maybe a month. Yeah, maybe a month. It just depends on when Superman can heal. Because, I mean, honestly, if anyone can come back sooner, it would be that guy at 36. Um, but Well, and isn't it strange to see him in a boot? 
It's the weirdest thing. I, Cause again, for however many years, how many years are we in now? 18? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 18 years, 18 years. You've never seen him like that. Right. And it's, it's like, it's almost an emotion. Like, Oh man, like, hope he's all right. Like right. I, it's, it's, it's the face of the, the league. Yeah. And to well, see and him weird. injured. Ooh. Cause even two years ago when he got hurt, right. He, he was always just in sweats. It was a groin. He was out and you knew it and you knew he was hurt, but there was no physical evidence. And it was just right. weird to see him in the boot. But I'll tell you, we've talked about this before is that it is important or was important for them to get off to a good start because yeah. there's going to be some pitfalls and some hiccups with some of these teams. And they have the biggest one of all, they have two of the top five players in the league out but they've been able – they're a game and a half behind um, Utah. Utah's on a yeah. little bit of a slide. And so they have some of that leeway. They have a little bit of uh, runway that they can play with. Uh, so it was important for them to get off to a good start. In all reality, Zach, I'm feeling fine about this. You know, I know Tink has talked about a couple of times, so long as it's not a season-ending injury, they're going to get in the playoffs – and that's all they need. And it feels like both of those players are going to get some rest that they would have gotten if they had a longer offseason. Yeah. But that they're going to use and do well with uh, moving forward. So so long as there's no long-lasting in, uh, impact. And I know high ankle sprains are weird. They are weird, um, yeah. But – I anticipate that he'll get back well. Nobody in the league takes as good – or no, that's not true. Nobody in the league takes better care of their body because there are probably other people that spend over a million dollars a year on their physical trainer and body. Right, right. But nobody takes better care of their body than LeBron. And so he'll come back when it's ready, you know, figure a month, what, 20 games, 25 games, whatever that is, and he'll and, come back and they'll be fine. And honestly, I mean, I see them – at most falling to five, maybe, maybe. maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe at the most. And, but all I'm saying there is I'm sure those teams in four and five, and that could be in the middle of pack are like, that really sucks if they fall, because then we got to play them in the first right. round. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You want to like, be, yeah. You want to be one of those four or five teams. You want to be, I'm just pulling it up right now. You want to be the Clippers, fight your way into the four spot, and then have to get the Lakers oh at five? <laughs> yeah. Or the Nuggets or the Blazers, one of those teams that are just fighting and scrapping and have them fall. So I'm not necessarily worried about it. But what? how do you feel that the West plays out? Like, obviously, Utah's five and five in their last two or in their last ten. Suns are making a push. How, how are you feeling about the West with the Lakers, you know, I, running with a couple of flat tires? I honestly think when you look at the standings right now, I see Utah kind of falling. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Utah is going to end at the three spot is kind of where I feel for Utah with, with how they play. And Hey, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. That's just what I feel from them. Um, Phoenix. I, they're a rocket ship, man. They're a rocket. Yeah, you're right. They're 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 a team to watch out for. Like I, I still, I know this has been our our team of the podcast. We talked about this, right? There were some yeah. teams that needed to get off to a good start before 
they hit that middle of the season sort of lull. Yeah. Utah was one of those. Phoenix was not. Phoenix is a rocket ship that I just feel is finally getting their legs. Yeah. And I don't see them. I mean, they're going to have home court. Absolutely. But, I mean, they're playing, they're protecting home court. They're 15 and eight at, on home, protecting home court. They're 13 and five away. Geez. I mean, that's, that's great basketball. You know, shout out to that staff, that coaching staff. They got him playing well. Booker is just a man. And hey, I, I love it. Yeah. Who, who's, who's the addition on that that's really making that engine go? Uh, Chris Paul. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Chris right. Paul. That I'm not sure if we've that talked guy. about him before as our favorite yeah. player. Uh, yeah. Outside of he might our come teams. Up. He might yeah. have come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, besides that, I kind of see things standing pretty pat as far as order. Nuggets could possibly shoot up there into that top few, like they usually end the regular season uh, playing well. But I you tell me about that playing game. You've got Mavs, Warriors, Grizzlies, Pelicans. Oh, and can we talk just a little bit about our favorite rookie of the year? Mm, I know. I know. It's sad. That hurts. That hurts. You know, shout out to Coach O because that was his kind of pick. And we, we've talked about him a few episodes with Coach O and how, they, first of all, they needed to start him. And then we saw what yep. it did when he, they started him. And Charlotte just looked like a team nobody wanted to play with LaMelo in there. And I just hate to see that for any young player that's just shaken up the rookie standings. And he was the rookie of the year. Yeah, um, he still might be. He still might be with where we are in the season. The only person that's going to maybe do do anything about that is Anthony Edwards. I think that's yeah. going to be the only yeah. other person that could could possibly be. But Lamelo has made such an impact overall. And again, you go when to me when they're voting, you're going to go who's everyone talking about? Like maybe yeah. not statistically all around, but who's everyone talking about? That I think that adds so much to it. They, they, it's like a people's choice. Like I think Lamelo is that guy. As yeah, Zion what other was that guy? Right. What other rookie is making as big an impact being out on their team as Lamelo is going to? Like right I'll, now, I'll be and I know you, I don't know any other rookies off the top of my head. Right. right. Now. <laughs> well, no, I think that's totally fair. You brought the one up that I was like, oh yeah, that Mello. guy. And who's the guy from the Warriors, the lefty? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. He was on my fantasy team. I dropped him. I don't know. But, um, you know, they're in the eighth spot. I know we moved over to the east. They're in the eighth spot. But that's that's the team that I, without LaMelo, they're not making the playoffs this year. No. Right? They don't know. They're, they're not. I, you'll see them fall, and you'll see – I mean, again, that east, um, those, those last – six spots with the play-ins is so fluid right now. You know, the Pacers just swept the heat who are in the fourth spot over the weekend. Yep. Uh, Now they have Brogdon and Turner out tonight and they're getting blasted by Milwaukee, but it is what it is. That Uh, happens a lot to a lot of teams. And and Karis Levert, I'll just shout out to them as let me talk about my Pacers for a second. It's something full Pacers gear. Levert has given them what they missed after the Oladipo trade they needed somebody to take the pressure off the other players. He is another point guard on the floor. He's great with the ball in his hands, you know, and again, shout to go blue, our Michigan man, Levert. He looks healthy. 
He looks good. The only thing that you see is again, after being out that long, he needs to catch the speed of the game is still a little bit where he needs to catch up with. He he's, he's forcing a little bit because he wants to do the things that he did right when he, right before he got injured, his body's not quite there yet. Besides that, he looks great. I mean, he started out the first three games averaging like 16, 17 points. Now he's starting to follow off, but averaging three, four assists, three, four rebounds. He's, he's affecting the game overall. So shout out to him. He's playing well. I want to go back. I want to go back, go back to the West. All right, do it. Back to your Lakers. Yep. I want to shout out to your team. I want you to kind of just tell me what you feel about it. Our boy, Elgin Baylor passed away today. Yeah. So again, I've stated on this pod for many times that I've been a Lakers fan since 1979, right? And that was just at the end of that. Well, not just. It was at the beginning of the Magic Kareem dynasty. Kareem yeah. got there a couple of years earlier. Um, but that was on the tail end. 73 was that championship with Elgin and Jerry West and Wilt and um, Gail Goodrich and that whole crew. And I obviously didn't see Elgin live, but all things point to that if he were playing today, he'd be, what would be a good comparison? He wouldn't quite be Zion. Think maybe Dominique. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was more athletic than anybody on the court um, and was just an unbelievable basketball player. He only played, I think nine years. Because yeah, of his knees. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little bit more than that. I'm going to probably get some comments, but it was not a long time. No. And, um, and then he went on to a really successful uh, career as a GM and was just a real face of the league for many, many years. Um, a solid man, good man, uh, in uh, both the college and the pro hall of fame. And um, so just as a, as a guy, as a person, prayers to his family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as a Lakers fan, doubly, it's a, it's a loss to the family. So, yeah. It's, and this, this is a guy. I mean, he's, but he's also 86. So yeah. he, lived, yeah. he lived a good he lived life. A great life. And, great life. And, and, you know, gone too soon always. But lived we, a great life. 11-time NBA All-Star. Great. So he played more than nine years is what you're telling me. Yes. Yeah. That would say it right there. Uh, 23,000 points averaging 27, a game, 27 points a game, 13 rebounds and four assists. Dude, I'm telling you. Jack of all trades. He could, he could get you down low. He could, he could take you to the rack. He could shoot from outside. He was, he was a great, great basketball player. And honestly, when you kind of talk about players in general and all time, one that not a lot of people bring up. Right. They should. I think he's top fifty player all time. Absolutely, uh, according to the vote. And I so like we said, rip to him. him prayers to his family. Prayers to his family. Part yep. of the family. You know, NBA. When you think NBA, you got to think of Elgin Baylor there a little bit. Now I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go back. We've made fun of this man a little bit. <laughs> one, game. Addition, one game. One game. <laughs> one game. Holy sandbag. We talked about him. <laughs> Blake Griffin made his debut. For the Nets. And Mike, uh, you've mentioned it many times. He dunked. He dunked. He dunked. He did a That's dunk. Now, I will say. Son of a gun. <laughs> he, yeah. I will say, 
he dunked because he's tall. No, he, sure. had, he had no athleticism in that dunk whatsoever. Sure. It was a rec league uh, X NCAA D2 dunk. Absolutely. But nonetheless, and did you see him laugh and smile at James and Harden? Laugh and smile and on the way down goes, I still got it. <laughs> uh, well, sort of. You sort of still have it. My question here for you, Mike, is what does City. he right, yeah, what does he realistically bring the rest of the season for the Nets? Is he just a body? Uh, well, no, he's more than that because he has okay. uh, oh, he's over time established a nice little mid-range game. Mm-hmm. And you see that dunk, if you go look at it, it's a little pump fake, go into the lane. So he's yeah. still got that. I he mean, had some quickness on it for sure. Yeah. That pump yeah. fake and that drive. He had some quickness on that. Not a whole lot of explosiveness at the rim anymore. No. But he didn't need it also because nobody was around because it's impossible to guard that team. So if you got got a four out or even a five out with Blake and you pump fake, go to the lane, who are you going to come off of? Right. So it's, it's a, he's a good addition. He's not going to put them over the top. No. If, if they weren't going to be over the top before, right. It's not like, it's not like we were all thinking, oh, they're a three seed. They really need X to get there. And X yeah. is Blake Griffin. No. But I do feel like he's a real nice addition to that team. And he's going to have lots of room to work inside. Yeah, I think you'll see him, you know, eventually he'll probably be with the starting lineup, right? Uh, once he gets his conditioning straight, all that stuff. And he'll, what he'll end up being is the first sub out with the starters and then he'll play a lot with the, the bench. Yeah. And so you can go, okay, go get some buckets, go hit some open jump shots, mid range at 15 footer, go try to be a nuisance, go give me 13 points. And does it matter if he plays defense? No, no, no. Because are the Nets playing defense? No, no. You still have Kyrie Harden and Kevin Durant. Right. They're fine. So, I, yeah, I, it wasn't the biggest pickup. I would have liked to see him go to the Lakers. I, I would have. I think that would have been. Well, depending on what happens with Andre Drummond. I would rather have Andre Drummond for the Lakers yeah. because they need yes. that big, big body. Yes. yes. that by, Yeah. Hopefully that gets bought out. Eat some rebounds. And I think by this point, what it's where what Thursday's the trade deadline. Yeah. I highly doubt they're going to find a trade partner. That yeah, contract's yeah. way too big for Drummond. Right. He's going to get right. bought out, and then he's going to go highest bidder. That'll give him some some room there. And hopefully, well, at that point, right at that point, he might not even go highest bidder. He wants he wants he wants a chip, a ring. Yeah, he wants a chip. And, and it, it's exactly are, yeah. One more, like he's exactly yeah, what the Lakers need as far yeah. as what they are missing. That I mean, we've seen it as great as Harold's been, as great as Schroeder's been. They miss the Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, the just the big guy to affect the defensive side of the ball. They do miss that a little bit, especially yeah. with AD injured, having that yeah. extra big body. Um, I, then you could see probably Marcus all coming off the bench. Yeah, right? well, and to have Harold play the five with because he's got to he's got to come in now and play that role that's not his best role he's fine and they're doing no. fine again it, 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 i hear i see lakers twitter and i hear people complaining and it's like guys <laughs> anthony davis has been out for weeks you're in second place in the west or were yeah. and so let's just relax 
let this go. You know what LeBron doesn't care about anymore? He cares about the MVP. You heard Absolutely. it uh, a couple days ago. But you know what he Absolutely. doesn't care about? Getting the best record in the league in the regular season. So Does this hurt LeBron's chances for MVP? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. He that, probably won't win this year now no, because of no. this injury. Yeah. No, because he's going to be out a month. Right. You know, and unlike rookie of the year, uh, there are going to be other people that step up and continue to step up. Giannis yeah, I think, is playing out of his mind right now. I think Joker's the top of the MVP rankings right now yeah. that was released, I'm pretty sure. But I, Dame is another guy that, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Damian Lillard at right. all. I like Dame. And you give so him I, a month just to fire, yeah. you know? And, and, he's, and he is, I mean, they're in six, so he yeah. doesn't have a whole lot of room for error. They're, they got to go. Um, and Nurkic and so, is coming back. He's got a week until he comes back to help Portland after his wrist. Oh, nice. Nice. So I would say that would be a team going back to where we think that could see that'll help them tremendously. Um, Cause CJ came back last week. McCollum came back after his injury. They're going to get their center back. That's a team that's coming together at the right time to going into the playoffs. And they could, they'll be a scary out if they stay healthy. Dude, Nurkic is sneaky. Good. He's sneaky good. And I, yeah. it's, it's weird. It He's makes me strange. Esque. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he is. It's kind of like, oh. I mean, he's not going to, yeah, he's not going to win the skills challenge. No, but he'll, I mean, you, he, you just plug him in and he does like, he'll pass out of the double. He's sneaky good. Yeah. So we got, we got the nets in second, right. Mm-hmm. And, and picking up Blake. And then we got uh, the, so listen to the last 10 for the top four in the East. Uh, Sixers eight and two, Nets eight and two, Bucks nine and one, Hawks eight and two. Shout out Tell to me, Nate. Zach. Tell me. Shout out to Nate. You seeing? When we when we talked about that two episodes ago, when he took over the helm there, and we talked about what he'll bring, and I said defense. They're playing the best defense in the last 10 games than they've played probably in four years. Yeah. It's like, his, they just simply it's have that. That's, 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 that's what he does. Um, he holds them accountable on both sides of the ball, but mainly on the defensive side of the ball. Offense will come. Offense will come. If you play good defense, get stops, get out in transition. It's just the natural progression. I'm a defensive-minded first type of player when I played. That is, that's what Nate is. And that's what he's doing for that team. Don't be surprised if they continue, even if they, even if he wins 60% of the next games, as far as if he, if they end up and make, even if they get to like the, the play in, don't be surprised if he's back next year and they offer him a contract to then just coach the team. Well, and, and I keep thinking, you know, they're in fourth place, and I go here and look at the uh, look at the standings. Fourth place, seven and a half games back. Uh, tenth place, ten games back. Yeah, <laughs> there's two, there's two and a half games between seventh and tenth, so yeah. there's not a whole lot of room for error there. But good for them for kind of figuring out at least a short term identity. They're holding so. teams to ten, a hundred and ten points a game. And yeah. in today's NBA, pretty decent. I mean, yeah. it's definitely middle of the pack, which is what, again, that's better where right. some teams are scoring 120, 130 points. I mean, right. that's, that's not bad. And you don't see that next to a Hawks team, Hawks team. So shout out to right. Nate doing a good job. Keep doing what you're, 
what you're doing. Um, other team, I'd say look for the trade deadline before we go into our break here in a second. Miami Heat, mm. I look to them. I, the rumor is is that they're still trying to get Oladipo pretty badly. Um, that could do some stuff for them. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's like that could uh, do some stuff for them. That's like a Jimmy Butler clone almost. Two of yeah. them out there. Yeah. Um, talk about disruptive hands on the defensive side yeah. of the ball with both of them at the two and the three. That could be interesting to see for the Heat. I'd hate to see it for the Pacers because the right. Heat and the Pacers, you know, they're going to probably meet in the playoffs if, if Pacers get it together and make the playoffs there. And we we saw what that excuse me we saw what that was like in the bubble that made me a little emotional apparently yeah no you're getting a little choked yeah. up, a little <laughs> they, choked got, up. They got swept last year <laughs> and it just brings up some stuff it just i'm a little emotional about it got a little frog in my throat i just need everyone to back up and off me about it okay no you're right you're right i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a minute because i wouldn't put anything past the godfather right uh, pat yeah, riley yeah. pat riley can make some things happen he just had a birthday maybe get himself a little birthday present amen Amen. Well, that's going to wrap it up for around the league. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to get in to the madness. It is March. We're going to talk about a little March madness in our special. We'll be right back. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back. It is March Madness. That's what it is. It is our special, episode 14. I'm going to finish out the rest of the episode talking about March Madness, our brackets, which are just all over the place. But before... You listen into this next half. I need you to go like and subscribe. Give us that five star. Hook a brother up. Brothers up. Mike. Yep. How's your bracket, man? Well, I'm in second place. Ooh. Now, let me that's count. I, I have to take just a second to count. How, oh, there's eight of us. So that's not all okay. that impressive. Nope. Sure isn't. Um, but so. The West is kind of going to form, right? Gonzaga, I had Creighton, and I actually had Ohio. USC Kansas is playing right now, so this you can time uh, when this episode is being taped because it's 18 to 10 USC. Ah. And Oregon, Kansas, right? The East is a little bit, you know, uh, Abilene Christian blew up a whole lot of people's brackets with Texas Man. being out. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm looking at the South right now. Uh, Nova beating Purdue. Um, actually, North Texas beating Purdue. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Nova beating them. So we got Baylor. 
And uh, uh, I'm sorry to the Central Ohio crew, but Ohio State to Oral Roberts. Look, I called that one. <laughs> and wow, I think it, I, you know, the Big Ten, as we'll kind of talk about that, Big Ten showing is, has dominated as like there. We were kind of like, ooh, Big Ten, look at all the showing that they're having. They did not play great. Dude, so I've got a theory on that. You want to hear my theory? I love theories. My theory is the Big Ten has been Michigan Stated. So Michigan Ooh. State has dominated the Big Ten for about uh, 20 years. Yeah. And they play this sort of uh, backyard brawl kind of basketball where they, they just send a whole bunch of people to the ball and to the basket and to the rim, and they just dare – the refs it feels like to call right and that's just kind of been going on for 20 years now they're very good at what they do um you know r.i.p to the michigan state basketball program this year but they're they've been very good at what they do but the big 10 calls games way differently than the rest than the rest of the country does because they see that all the time and so they'll they'll call it a little more uh a little closer and it just feels like the refs have a whole different sort of vibe when it comes to the Big Ten. And then you get out to sort of these go and flow sort of games, and it's just called so much differently. And so, you know, Ohio State is almost like a Big 12 team, right? They've got two players, uh, Washington and Liddell, who can bucket with anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. But if they're not going – it's a, it's a, they're the engine to that team. Yeah. They're stagnant if they're not going. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so that's my theory on the big 10 is that they get so used to playing other big 10 teams and specifically having big 10 refs that when they get into open water, when they get into the ocean, it's, it's a, it's just a different beast. And, and I, do I think the big 10 was the best league in the uh, country this year? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Do I think that they caught some really hellacious matchups? And and specifically, you had a lot of first and second round losers, right? Yeah. Ohio State was first round. I didn't – I mean, I watched every second of that game, but I wasn't dialed in like I would be to some games. But I don't – was that whistle what it would have been for an Ohio State-Northwestern game? Yeah. You know, so – so it's it's been a rough showing. Uh, Illinois being out obviously blew up everybody's bracket. That was my pick to go all the way. So yeah, I'm out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is what it is. Uh, besides, I'll say the first two days I was sitting fat and had picked most of the upsets. <laughs> yeah, I felt great. I was feeding grapes to myself and waving a leaf at my face. So just it was it was nice. There wasn't anybody around. I was by myself, so I had to just do it all my no all sure my no sure sure. But I felt great, and um, and now I'm not. Frankly, I'm gonna not win any money. I'm gonna just, but I'm gonna watch some good basketball. The one thing that the NCAA has given us, March Madness, has given us some great college basketball. I mean, the games have just been exciting. Few blowouts here and there, but these these twelve seeds, these thirteen seeds that have come in and just kind of shaken up everything, it, it's been fun to watch. Well, dude, we got in the Sweet Sixteen and eleven. I uh, 
13. Yep. Uh, oh, no. we so Ohio just lost. Uh, 15. So the, Oral, right? The West is actually going. Yeah. And so we've got a, a 15. And then we got another 11 in Syracuse. And a 12 in Oregon State. Yeah. I mean, that's four double di- – one quarter – of the sweet 16 is double digit seeds. It's been an unbelievable uh, it, day two. There were 14 and a half million brackets on ESPN.com. By the end of day two, there were no perfect brackets. Yeah. 14 and a half million. Nobody had a perfect bracket by the end of day two. So after watching these first two days, Zach, now we've got right now. Okay. So FSU, Michigan, uh, so FSU won tonight and what do we got? I got 74 51 Alabama. So Alabama's going to take this. Uh, yeah. Alabama's got that one. All right. So, and they're going to play a tough, what is that? Oregon. They're going to play a tough Oregon team. No. Who do they play? UCLA. UCLA. Okay. They'll UCLA. be UCLA. Yeah. So after watching these first two days, who are you most impressed with and least impressed with? Ooh, great question. Let me start. I'm most impressed with Syracuse. Yeah. Not buddy. because give, give me Buddy Bam. Dude. Dude. Oh, buddy. And is that guy I know genetics are a thing, but is that guy the perfect combination of Jim and his wife? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> yeah. But that kid has ice water in his veins. And from a team that wasn't even supposed to make the tournament or there were lots of thoughts that they wouldn't. Now, obviously, is Oregon State, Abilene Christian, is that a better story? Oral Roberts, is that a better story? Yes. But I've been most impressed with Syracuse. Uh, They beat West Virginia. They beat San Diego State. So they've already taken out a six and a three. Um, And they they look dangerous. They do look dangerous. That zone, that zone has been a staple for them for a long time. And they, they coach it so well. And I mean, it's so tough because they rep it all the time and nobody else reps a two, three zone on the reg. Right. And that's all they do. And they're so good at it. It's this two, three, and it's this weird hybrid matchup. And, and they know exactly where they're supposed to be all the time. And so I've been really impressed, obviously, OU, Shout out the Bobcats. Yeah. Made, my alma mater. Made, a, made a nice run. Yeah, I'll I, take but, it. I think, I, I again, that was another one I picked solely because of their history. They have a good basketball team. Yeah. They just have a good program. They're yeah. usually going to maybe – they have a chance to upset that first round. They're usually a 11 to 15 seed coming in after the MAC, but they're tough. They always have a chance. They're always in the game. Yeah. I think they said today was the first double-digit loss of the season. Oh, yeah. Which is what I heard on the the commentators, which was awesome. I didn't even know that. Um, So, yeah, they're tough. Fun to watch them. Oregon. Man. I like Oregon's team a lot. I'm still still a little hurt from the uh, Oregon-Michigan game uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, where Derek Walton had a pull up to win Ooh, and missed. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm still a little sore on that one, but yeah, I do like that team. Um, yeah, Oregon's tough this year. I think they're gonna. So what they'll play? Oh, USC Kansas. So they'll play the winner of that one and have a chance. 
I mean, they're going to yeah. have a six or three seed. I think Oregon has a chance to beat either of those teams. I think you could see them in an elite eight for sure. Um, I would say they've been my team to watch after watching them last night. Um, Baylor's are, they're fine. They do. Yeah. They don't do anything for me. They just don't. Um, Loyola Chicago, they've been a story for a few years, right? They, they, they always have some sort of Cinderella story going on. I'd love to see it. Well, you remember, obviously you remember, Mo, Wag- Mo Wagner, Mo Wagner. Getting Mo beat, Wagner. <laughs> getting beat red, playing them in the Final Four. Oh, Absolutely. And I mean, that was Sister Jean. That was the whole jam there. Yeah. And, and I love seeing her a, still out there. I yeah. love seeing that her still out there. Uh, shout out to Centagenarians. Yeah. She's, I think, 102 now. She's up there. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. She's, up, she's up there. Yeah, yeah. she is. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. She, she's high so, up there. So who's been your biggest disappointment? Like, are we going with the teams that are currently in? Well, so far this tournament, because I, I will tell you who, who mine is without, like, I don't have to think twice about it. My biggest disappointment would probably be, uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to go, my biggest disappointment, I'm going to say Virginia Tech would probably be mine. Mm. That was a sleeper pick of mine. Yeah. And, and playing, and again, it's close game. So no, right. you're playing a Florida team that wasn't very good. Right. Um, and you know, it is again, five point game. They're losing. That can go either way. That's a couple positions. That's, you know, that's a couple stops. But Virginia Tech, I actually had going to the Sweet 16. Um, and, and with their path, I think they really could have done that. I'll say for my bracket and what I saw, Virginia Tech was a disappointment for me. Um, it, it's so interesting seeing some of these teams and where they're ranked this year. Wisconsin's another one out there that, you know, they've been, they were so stout there for, for quite a few years. Um, and you know, they, they just don't have it anymore. I don't know what's going on with recruiting. I don't know what that's, what that's doing over there, but, um, that's just kind of a staple that you saw there for a few years, at least making it to sweet 16, elite eight. Um, and so to get beat by, I mean, a good team in Baylor, obviously. Um, but that was another big 10 kind of disappointment. I thought maybe that they could shake some stuff up, but who's your, who's yours? Who do you have as your disappointment? Without, without fail, it's Illinois. I mean, without oh, question, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Illinois. And here's the reason, right? So you, you, the big 10 has this weird sort of COVID moment, right? Michigan has to sit. Uh, Michigan State has to sit. There are some teams that have to sit. And so the league votes. This is a Big Ten heavy segment. Sorry, guys. But the league votes that they're going to do winning percentage, not number of wins, right? All of the ADs voted for that. Michigan comes back. They're two days out of a state-mandated lockdown. And they're like, we can't we can't just go right now. We haven't been able to practice much less get in the gym and do any of those things. And that game happened to be Illinois. So they didn't get to play Illinois uh, that first game. And then Illinois beats Michigan, but Michigan still has a better 
overall winning percentage, right? Yeah. And and the the weeping and wailing from Illinois fans and the Illinois AD about, oh, so you avoid us and now you're going to claim the Big Ten title, right? Yeah. And and yes, I didn't <laughs> like it either. But <laughs> yeah. yes, that's what everybody voted on, right? And then Illinois goes and wins the tournament, gets a one seed. And then it looked out. tough. And they and looked they, and they, so they looked good. so tough. The, de, I mean, stout defensively. And that was the one thing I was like, ooh, a team that can play that good defensively going into this tournament will will take them far. Which and is why I was like, ooh. Dismantled. Dismantled. Yeah, I mean, did, taken apart piece, piece by piece. It reminded me of the Black Knight from Monty Python. Just <laughs> one limb after another. And they're like, whoa, no, it's just a flesh wound. And they just got <laughs> continually just cut up into pieces. And, and that, I was like, guys, you have to back up your talk. And, and, and they I, never were really in that game. No. I mean, they just never were in that game at all. No, it didn't feel, it didn't feel at any time during that game that, that Loyola Chicago had an issue. It always, I mean, it got close, but it never felt like, well, here we go. Momentum's turning. So that's my biggest disappointment. As a Big Ten fan, I want them to represent. As a Michigan fan, I was kind of satisfied that they Little, yeah. sort okay. of flamed out. I mean, I'm but, okay. Now, as we said, Big Ten segment, Michigan's it. They're the they're, they're representing mm-hmm. Big Ten now, and I love to see it. Man, uh, Howard has them, and I know we mentioned them a few times this episode, but hey, I, I coach of the it. year, coach, coach of, the, of year. the year, and they're only going to be better next year with what they have coming in. Ooh, tell me a little bit about what they have. They do they have the number three class in the country coming in? No, the number the number two class in the country coming in. Oh man, no, they don't. No, 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 no. Is it the number four? It must be four because Michigan's yeah. not that good. It's not four. Yeah, because usually they're not really – they're not going to get it. They have the number one. Number oh, one. yeah. They have the number one. Yes, they do. Number one. Yes, they do. How many How many All-Americans coming in? Uh, three. Three. Three of them. Three of them. Three. Yeah. 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 It's – if you think that they're a good just team – because that's what they are mm. right now. They're yes. a great team. Yep. I'm so impressed with them with what they've done without livers. Yep. For, the, for those first couple games. And I was watching the game, and, and, the, and the commentary said, look, Michigan might be a better team, uh, but they're not as athletic as LSU. Yeah. And they were exactly right. They were not right. as athletic as LSU. But if you take what they did tonight and add LSU's athletes, good night. Good night. So good, I, yeah. I, th- I think we're at, we're at the beginning of a nice run with Jawan Howard in Michigan. So if we – if we spin this forward, when we do this again in a, a week, who do you have in your final four now? Not your bracket because that's all blown to hell, but in your, gonna, who do you got? It's going to be – I mean, it's going to be Gonzaga. I mean, for yeah. with the path that they're on, you know, yeah. I, I think it's going to be Gonzaga. I'll just Man, they're really good it. too. They're really good. It, it, it's going to be hard for Michigan to beat them with I – mean, they just don't have it this year. You know, well, we're just getting the final four right now. Yeah. 
That's true. Survive in advance. Let's just get Final Four. Yeah. So I, I'm, I also, I have Gonzaga, and I also f- have not been dissuaded so of that opinion. I'm. That Florida State game is gonna be tough for Michigan, but if they just beat LSU the way that they beat LSU, and as long as they just keep, pl- they grind tomato, it. tomato, right? That they grind it. I think yep. they can beat Florida State. I'm gonna go. Michigan's yep. in there. I'm gonna go Gonzaga, Michigan. Um, I'm gonna go Arkansas. Man, I'm gonna go good. Arkansas, and I'm gonna go Houston. Okay. Yeah. 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 Although, I, if I if I were Houston, I'd be terrified. Terrified of Syracuse right now. Yeah. Uh, and Buddy Beheim. Terrified of yeah. the. Yeah. And and, I mean, it's it's like <laughs> Chicago and Oregon State up top. <sighs> Who's your final I mean, four? What you got? So I I have Gonzaga, okay. although if if I were uh, Gonzaga after watching Oregon, um, I would not sleep on that. Now my bracket has Gonzaga and Kansas. Okay. Now Kansas is down right now uh, by nineteen I at the end that. at the end of the first half. <laughs> so so, but I after watching Oregon, whew, I. But I still have Gonzaga. I am worried about the Florida State game with Michigan. Yep. Uh, Alabama is basically LSU. It's threes and rim. Yep. Um, and and so if they get there, I'm not terrified of that team. They have 91 um, points right now in their game, just, just to say that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, but yeah. they're playing Maryland. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I like Baylor up top. I still, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I just, I think they've got too much, even though I've watched Arkansas now a couple of times. I didn't know anything about them except for that uh, one freshman, but man. Yeah. They're they're, tough. It, but that Texas tech game, I had Texas tech in the final or in the, uh, in the elite eight. Yeah. And uh, missing a layup at the buzzer hurts, but, and then, I mean, maybe Houston, but I just watched Houston Rutgers was not blown away. No, I would, yeah. I would not be surprised to see a Syracuse Loyola Chicago in the Midwest. I would not be surprised at all to see Syracuse Loyola Chicago. So I'm not going to say book it, but book it. I like it. I think the one thing that we've seen with this year, don't be surprised at anything as right. far as as far as that's going to go the rest of right. the, the the tournament. Like you said, I, I I wouldn't. I mean, who knows? Oral Roberts could be there. I I just don't know anymore. <laughs> right. It's right. challenging. The literal Oral Roberts, the guy might be there. He could be. Who knows? At the place, I don't. Brigham know. Young actually <laughs> might be there. They're all going to just <laughs> be there. Well, boys and girls, All I right, appreciate friend. you listening. We're going to wrap this up. Episode 14 is in the books. Thank you for listening. Again, like, subscribe, five-star rating, do all those things. Mike, appreciate you. Zach, appreciate you, my friend. This was a nice, uh, this was a nice go get them. Go little go coach, get them. Coach Tank, Coach O, 
enjoy. Well, Coach, you're not on vacation. You just didn't yeah, no, show up this week. He's he's tweeting. But he's tweeting right now. He's fine. Think. Hope you have a good vacation. We'll catch up with you next time, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that sounded a little bit a uh, little bit like the uh, bracket conversation you guys are having at home because that's basically what we did. That's it. And so, it. are we going to do a little Mamba on three? Uh, always. Let's one, do it. Two, three. Mamba. Mamba. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of X's and O's NBA Breakdown. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, subscribe, or comment on any of our social media sites at X underscore Breakdown. See you next week, and remember, Mamba on three.